This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. There's a Tomas Hoda. I say happy birthday to myself. Woohoo! Good evening, everyone. It is Tuesday night, November 12th, 2019. Your San Jose Sharks, well, I guess we can call them cinnamon because they're on a roll. They win their fourth straight game, beating the Pacific Division leading Edmonton Oilers 6-3. We welcome to you to this edition of Teal Town After Dark. And of course, we do this live and interactive after every single game on our YouTube channel. So, do us a favor. If you want to be a part of the show, here's how you do it. Join us and fellow Sharks fans and, heck, even some Oilers fans uh, in the chat on the YouTube page or the app. Of course, follow us on the social, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, SoundCloud, Reddit, all there. And, of course, for more Sharks content, hit it up at teal10usa.com. Eric Carlson had a three-point night, so of course you're going to get the guys who spell their name the right ways, like him. It is Puck Guy, yourself, yours truly, and the guy who spells his name the right way, it's Eric Landy. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the Eric's all around having a, a great night tonight, and uh, the Sharks are starting to put together something here. Yep. Yep, they are getting on a roll there for a straight win. Let's let's talk about this game as the Sharks take on the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, the Sharks sent down Jacob Middleton earlier uh, to back to the Barracuda as these guys are starting to get healthy now uh, and starting to get their uh, their legs going with them. So let's get at it. Uh, and I thought the Sharks really. Oh boy, really? <laughs> Already, AJ with the zingers. I think that's him helming the uh, helming the chat. Oh boy, whatever. Four oh one in. Brent Burns uh, takes a wicked wrist shot, not a slapper. He takes a wicked wrist shot that basically uh, double bangs the. Uh, back of the back of the net came out so quickly that the they had to take a quick look at it just to make sure but Burnsy gets his fourth of the season one nothing San Jose Sorensen and and you know we got to say he he returned back to the lineup the Sharks haven't lost since you know uh Redeem Shimmick you know uh, do do we is it a little early to <laughs> say heart trophy um Okay, so in all honesty, <laughs> I've been kind of going through this, and you know, it's it's not coincidental that they pull it out of the skids last season. Um, you know, when he f- plays his first game in Montreal, and then it's no coincidence that that what is it that forty-one game stretch where they were just just dominant last year right um coincided with him being on the team and then it kind of cooling off once you know he left so if it if at anything at all what he does is he slots everyone in correctly right so you have burns 
with a stay-at-home kind of guy. You have um, Carlson paired up with Vlasic because that, that to me, is just a way better um, combination than having Vlasic and Burns because Vlasic, for whatever reason, throughout his, his time and tenure with Burns, those two have never been able to play together. So having him with Eric Carlson, and then not only that, but having, you know, Brendan Dillon as your fifth defenseman. I mean, come on, that's not even fair. And then you add a Ferraro or you add a Heat who played a damn good game tonight. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just it, it's just slotting the guys into their correct positions right. and makes the whole thing work. And you know what? If you want to call him a linchpin, if you want to call him a keystone, you want to call him any other of those proverbial um, <laughs> uh, nicknames, then that's what he is on the defense. At least he's the he's the piece that that fits the puzzle together. Right. And there is just something to him that that gets this uh, this whole team together. You know, uh, we can look up the stats, but I mean, oh my goodness, uh, th- this team seems to be a little more uh, defensively sound, albeit uh, the last 25 minutes of the Minnesota game would tell you otherwise. But Burns get a nice rich shot uh, that makes it one nothing Sharks on his fourth and then 727 in. Evander Kane gets his 11th of the season. Couture and Dylan on there. Yeah. Dilly I mean, dilly. And heck, and I mean, give a give a phantom assist to Eric Carlson, who keeps that play alive. And no, I was I was just mentioning it on Twitter. I mean, uh oh, look who remembered how to hockey. Yep. EK65 with just a dominant two periods of hockey. He's got three points in those two periods, although we will get to that. Um he is just continually, um, continually getting better, and again coincides with Vlasic going on uh, on his uh, correct side, um, mm-hmm. and you know being able to launch the lefty righty, lefty righty, lefty righty. I mean, it it just does, and um, showing why he's the highest paid defenseman right now. Uh, just another Andy G. Both EKs rocking it tonight. Uh, that includes me, so I, I, I guess, you know, there's three of us, so that makes sense. Uh, fanatical teal, teal bleeder, excuse me, been a huge East K65 critic, but I'm glad to see a game like this. I'm happy uh, to eat my words if this keeps up. It, and yeah, and that's the thing, and I think this team is finally finding those, those, uh, those lines, those pairs that gel. Landy, I, I think it took them a little bit more than than it took, but it, it finally gets them gets them going. So, yeah, you know, and it's interesting that you bring that up because that's another talking point that I had. Um, I don't think Peter DeBoer has, and and I know that this is going to sound weird coming from me, but I think he hasn't gotten enough credit, and and I tell you why. He had such an affinity for that pairing, you know, where he he com uh, he combined two forwards. Right. You saw Couture and Timo attached at the hip. You saw Kane and um, Hurdle attached to the hip. You saw, um, you know, Sorensen and um, Thornton attached at the hip, and 
we've seen Gaudreau with Carlson for a long time, Melker. And he ends up breaking that up and he puts Kane and Couture together. And now you've got a two-way forward with a sniper slash power forward, whatever you want to call, whatever you have in in um, Evander Kane. And then you put a pure playmaker in Kevin LeBanc on that line. Right. You, you've got all the elements there. You got the the guy who works hard in Couture. You got the guy who makes the magic in LeBanc, and you got the finisher in Kane. That solid foundational first, you know, that's a one A kind of line. Um, Hurdle, who I think we also have to talk about, has truly become the first line center we thought he was going to be. And I have I saw it last year in the way in which he built upon his first kind of full healthy season. Right. And then this year we're seeing the ascension. Right. We're finally seeing the, 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 the kid who put in four goals. We finally see that level of talent bubble up with him. The question is going to be, can he continue to do this? Um, you know, what kind of confidence does he have going forward? Can he keep it even keel and and truly ascend to a superstar, you know, in, in which he can um, be consistent night in, night out? I haven't seen that level yet, but right. he is definitely, definitely a first line center. And it's a 1A, 1B kind of deal. So you've got the two lines now gelling with a little bit more chemistry. And we've got to talk about the last piece on that line, or in, in addition to Timo, right? Because you put the the 28 and the 48 together. Barkley Goodrow, to me, the most improved forward, improved shark, bar none this season so far. Yep. And, and Landy, like, and I know I've said this a bunch of times, uh, you know, already, but it seems like that goal that he got in Game Seven just elevated his confidence just just like an extra boost into his game and he's flourished it onward into this season and he's taking advantage of the chances that he's getting oh oh hell yeah i mean i have seen other people saying oh this is a flash in the pan for barkley this is a flash in the pan but the thing is he's always been a hard worker right and now he's finding success with his hard work and he knows that if he continues to put in the hard work he's gonna make it he's gonna make it as a as a second liner and you know what it wouldn't surprise me if you see hurdle goudreau and uh, timo together um, you know, for the remainder of the season, I think it's that strong of a bond right now. It's definitely pulled Timo out of that tailspin that he was in. And oh my goodness, that kid is starting to heat up too. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> you, go, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, just an, another Randy G. Perfect. That OT winner changed that man for the better. Yeah, you're exactly right. Yep. Uh, only 28 since Shimmick came back. We now have our blue liners playing, their correct roles. EK65 was playing last man back, which isn't a role that suits him, but it does for Vlasic. That's a good point too. Uh, I mean, let's be let's be real here. The EK65 is no more for his offense than defense, while he's a defenseman. Uh, but there's a certain way to do it. Uh, Shoe shine. It felt so good to have a minute left in the game and not be terrified that we'd still lose. I forgot what hard attackless hockey was like. <laughs> hey, Eric, you wanna you wanna pull up uh, 
the sleepy mofo. This is a really, really, really good salient point here. I totally agree with that sentiment that Barkley Goodrow had a little bit of a punk streak in him at the beginning. And it was really that second time around that he got demoted, not be, not during the, uh, the season that will not be named where we didn't make the playoffs, but, um, because that was his first year. Right. And then the next year is when he had the ins and outs. Right. And it was that second time when he was, when he was put down, they had a story out there. I don't remember if it was Pashelka or if it was one of Pollock's last, um, last articles, but it was like this really salient point saying that he had to look in the mirror and ask himself what what can he do to continue playing in the NHL, right? right? He had that coming to Jesus moment. <laughs> and really, since then, the kid has been all kinds of hard work, good on him for for really stepping it up. And um, you know what? I would not I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see a fifty point year out of him. Uh, eventually, yeah. Uh no, no, this year. This year. For Goodrow? I'm, for Goodrow. You I think above fifty, 50 points. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's I, get those I, foreseen uh, predictions in. Uh, jerk, if you're watching, uh, let's let's make sure Landy gets one. If that's the case, just another Randy G. <laughs> we know this is from the ad ad campaign last year. He took pull the trigger goodie to heart. Oh boy, that's a good one. <laughs> you know, uh, and, and it was just you know a great a uh, a uh, great one tonight uh we're getting some comments from the locker room now uh DeBoer uh, we did a good job defending McDavid and Drysaddle we scored first and got to play in, out in front uh and that's the big one the team now with this victory are now 5-1 one and 1 when they score first uh it goes to show that that this team needs to get off to or well it doesn't necessarily need to get off to a good start but it certainly helps yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a different mindset when you go into the game down a goal, especially if it happens in the first five minutes where it's just like, oh, no, here it goes again. Like, you know, this is our knock. You know, what the hell are we going to do now? Instead of having that kind of panicky moment, I don't really think that they panic, but they I do think that they kind of roll their eyes and like, oh, Jesus, you know, Jones <laughs> let in another one. Right. Um so it's a different mentality for this team. And it's it's so interesting because um, both my mom and dad, who who are not um, I w- wouldn't say like they're they're the biggest fans in the world. Well, actually, my dad, he's 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 not really the biggest uh, fan in the world, only because he hates to see the team lose. Um, and, he, you know, he just he he <laughs> he won't even watch his own, you know, his own Niners or Raiders or whatever. Oh, um, so. Where I'm going with that, though, is he's always said, man, they have the ability to turn it on. It has always been a mental fight with this team. And and that goes to show you on that stat of when they score first. Yep. Uh, More comments from DeBoer. We needed a win tonight. We've been pulling a lot of effort into our game and our group to tighten defensively. It's nice to get rewarded. you look at Edmonton's early success, their best players were performing and, and they pretty much shut down for the most part tonight, those guys, uh, you know, so it's really nice. Um, so, uh, David H, uh, really hoping that we show up for Anaheim will be in attendance when they come to town. I will see you there. We'll get more into that a little bit later for that. 
Um, so what goal are we on now? <laughs> uh, so Evander Kane made it to nothing. <laughs> uh, his 11th from Couture and Dylan uh, to make that. Then uh, at 11-12, Patrick Marlowe. That's right. He can score outside playing against Chicago. That's good because then it would have been a really long schneid. He gets his fourth uh, from Tim Heed, who gets his first point of the season. Uh, and Joe Thornton, uh, I think a couple of guys that were wanting to uh, get some more uh, playing time back in. Uh, then a couple of penalties there. Yeah, but, uh, you know, all I have to say for that one is uh, old guys rule. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag old guys rule whenever those two are on the right. ice for a goal. Um, I think that since... I'm here. I'm peeking a little bit since we've seen he'd get a little bit more ice time and get a stable partner. I feel like he has started to earn his ice time. He's really started to kind of come on defensively. Mm -hmm. He's not making those turnovers in the neutral zone and he's not making the high danger play. So, uh, you know, Mario Ferraro, when he gets healthy, I think it, it it's going to be it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for him to draw back in with Keed playing this way. And that's a good thing because Definitely. we because you don't want to give the kid too much. He is uh, Mario Ferrar that that's saying he's he's proving out to be a player, but you don't want to use him up so much. And so that he he's kind of set up for failing. Um, and so you want to give him a manageable workload. Right. So. You know, having those two battle for six seven is is a good thing, and then you have the lugger and Prout, and I'm sorry guys, but they're gonna keep him. Um, I, I I feel like he's 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 gonna be that piece that you know if, if you get far in the Western Conference Finals yeah. or whatever, you need that extra piece. Yeah, yeah, I, and so I don't think he's going away, but I also don't think he's gonna draw into the lineup unless they have to bring in a slugger. Which is which is fine. I mean, it, unless they absolutely need him, then okay, let's let's roll. All right, you know, and, and you know, Rob Iman does say this as well. If need be, you know, Ferraro can always go to Dakota, you know, it just to get some more times. So I, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he if he does. And you know what? He's waiver exempt. So give the kid as as much ice time as you can give him that that being said though i mean the kid has definitely earned his time up here and and kudos and, to him that's that's the balance you gotta you gotta wage right right so uh, a couple penalties that finished off the period uh nygaard went off for high sticking he at 1548 40 seconds later uh evander king gets called for hooking uh he thought dry kind of embellished that a little bit uh and then you know yeah, yeah but, I mean, but overall, I, I, under, that, I, I get that. Yeah, no, I get it too. You know, if if you're going by the letter of the law, that yep. is the correct call. Yep, that's the correct call. Yep. And and you know what, you, you could have given Drysaddle something for embellishment there. He did dress it up, but I think at that point it had gotten so out of hand that you got uh, hashtag puck management for those refs. <laughs> So uh, the Sharks go into the dressing room three nothing after one period of play. They were outshot nine eight by Edmonton uh, after one period. The second period, the Sharks got going again 
We talked about how they were struggling giving up the goals first five minutes in the periods. You saw they got it at 4-1 in the first period. Then they got it again at 126 when Barkley Goodrow gets a tip out front of a of a Meyer uh, pass shot, I guess you could call it, and a nice setup from Eric Carlson uh, to make it 4 nothing. his fifth of the season. And again, we did talk about Goudreau earlier, but I mean, my goodness. You know, yeah. Yeah. It goes I mean, to show how, how well that's, these guys are playing. Yeah, and, and you know, for the longest time, the team was not uh, – making their own breaks, right? And and we've always said that about this team as well, is that when they're working, they make their own breaks, right? And, and the puck starts to bounce for them. And it, it always coincides to when they're working, they've got their own defensive end buttoned up. I mean, there were so many times tonight that Leon Dreisaitl and McDavid were just circling the wagons around the perimeter, had nothing in the slot, and I mean, the the defense really, I mean, it, it cannot be overstated how much those guys did to limit them to two, to, you know, to basically, um, you know, the that entire output of the team of, mm-hmm. of Edmonton. And, and, you know, on most nights, you know, when you do that good a job at, at shutting down the other three lines, you, you're going to make life good for yourself. So, yeah, uh, yeah again, just. They make their own breaks when they're when they're really when they're really working. Yeah, and and when you're working hard, you know, hard work will beat that talent when talent doesn't work hard, uh, as we all know from uh, the Ron Wilson days. That's one of his <laughs> one of his little little tidbits there. Hashtag Honda Yo. Uh, two forty eight. Milker Carlson takes a high sticking penalty that sets up an Edmonton power play, which looked dangerous, but nothing came out of it. Uh, but they would get one on the board right before halfway through regulation. Leon Dreisaitl, his 15th from Gagne and Bear. Uh, ironic that Bear is on a team that's navy and orange. Um, I I didn't have a problem with this one, you know. Um, I, I didn't. I think it was just a nice shot by Dreisaitl. I don't think Jones got it. Uh, yeah. I mean, out of out of the three tonight, you could say that this was the weakest one, and it wasn't really that weak because you had that that guy flying through the zone and kind of getting in the eyes of Jones. So, you know, the, out of the three, I think this was his weakest goal. But and, and of course, it doesn't help that Burns tipped it in for him. <laughs> right, right, exactly, and that and that's the biggest that's the biggest thing, right? I mean, it's just there's not really much else you can do with that one. I, yeah, the the initial shot was you know, kind of going wide and going high and had Burns not tipped it, it, it would have been fine, but mm-hmm. you know, stuff happens. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tim Moffat, uh, the Burns tip on the first area's goal. Does that show a lack of confidence in Jones? Mm, no, I, I, I don't think so. I think it was just, uh, it's one of those things where I think it just was, tipped and you you kind of are going one way and and uh he 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 can't you know readjust in time i mean it'd be unbelievable if he was able to but unfortunately you know not great uh jf jf uh turner with the uh, jones can never get a save percentage above 900 
you know, it, it's 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 true. I mean, it, it's it's been a struggle for him, and it just seems like when the team itself is, you know, kind of firing on all cylinders, I don't think he puts as much pressure pressure on himself. Um, so you're not seeing like, I, I mean, but I, I don't know. In, in another, in another sense, I just think about the goals tonight and you know, there was tips and then there were some, uh, you know, one was a fluke off the back and then another one is, <laughs> yeah, that is, one's tough. Yeah. I mean, out of the three, I, you, the, the one that you think he could have had the best shot at was the one that was tipped. Yeah. I mean, in along with the one that Cassian scored. I mean, that was a turnover that from hurdle, you can maybe even say burns. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things that, you know, it just happens. And, and honestly, the first Cassian, you know, tipping went off the post. And right. unfortunately, I think he was just a little bit out of the crease there. And and that led to that, that second goal for Drysdale, that, which we'll get to in a little bit. But I mean, Hey, the uh, we've got the Andrew Desjardins number of watchers right now. Thank you very much for the uh, <laughs> the the uh, best number. Yeah, got to take nice. it. It's hilarious. Oh, uh, it went just like that, it went to seventy. So, <laughs> um, but yes, thank you uh, all for checking us out. If you have not already, please use that subscribe button. It works, and uh, the the like button works, and you know the dislike button works too. But uh, <laughs> We hope that you guys are enjoying uh, enjoying the show tonight. And um, if you want to follow us on the social media, use at uh, TealTownUSA. You can also check us out on TealTownUSA.com. And, of course, all of the social media garbage platforms. Well, so I guess we were we were in the middle of the Jones soliloquy there and, and what we could do um, – I've seen a couple things in the chat. Uh, JF Turner again, really good on the uh, on the Jones reference with James Reimer, really motivating him in 16. I exactly feel the same way. Um, right now, Dell is just not doing the job of 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 a of a backup in the modern NHL. Right? I think we've gotten to the point where you're not going to see a 65 game starter. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be become more no. rare. No, I mean you saw it with with Boston last year with Tuka Rask, and everybody talks about how horrible load management is is in the NBA. If there's any load management, it's with goaltending. Uh, so that's where that's where that can come into play. You need a strong backup. You don't you you can't rely on that backup to be doing the second set of back-to-backs only. You need somebody that's going to help him get the rest because you know if this team is going to go where they should be going, they need to take it to the next level, and they're going to rely on Jones throughout the time. Yeah, um, and you know what? Having a little bit of competition really motivates him for whatever reason, and... You know, I, I love Dylan and, and, you know, he's UND, so he's definitely, uh, you know, he's definitely a homeboy here on the uh, on the channel. Yep. <laughs> but um, but, you know, I, at some point he's either got to step up and seize it or they've got to bring in some help. No. And, and you and you hate to say that because um, the guy's a really great guy, but it, you do need you need some some help there. 
Um, I wouldn't go so far as trading Dylan for goaltending help. I think that's too big of a give up um, on the Sharks side, um, especially with how well Dylan's playing with Heed. So I don't think you want to touch the defense because you guys saw it's it's such a uh, house of cards that defense. I mean, once the house is built up, you know, damn, it's good. It's a good freaking house. But uh, but you just take one card out of it and all of a sudden it just gets ruined. So I don't think you touch the defense there. Um, I, I think if the only way that I would really entertain the idea of trading Dylan would be to get a winger and to get like a top line winger. But Barkley Goodrow is turning into that player. So that kind of alleviates the need there, too. Um, maybe a fourth line upgrade. I don't. I don't know. But. And, and that's the thing. You don't have much to play around with. So roster player is most likely the one that's going to have to go uh, to just even make room for anything. So, yeah. you, so you need that development and you need that growth to come with from within. Um, you're starting to see it with with you know Goodrow. You can even give some love to Noah Gregor. I think he was working hard. Dylan Gambrell, I mean, we've been giving him some love as well, That how he's starting to come around now. And played another strong game. I mean, yep. he was put out there against, um, uh, I think he was playing against the third line with Sheehan, against Sheehan, um, or actually that was the second line, so he was playing against second line competition. Um, and, uh, you know, for 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 him, he's continuing to grow. So, right. you know, sometimes the best move is to not make a move. Right. Um, I think, you know, if you want, you can try and, and give Cornosh the, the, the start. Um, but again, goaltending is just another one of those dark arts, man. They're kind of like defensemen, but I think worse. Whereas you we don't see a, a goaltender blossom until like 29 30 31 is normally when they start to reach peak goaltender so you want to give him time to marinate that's for sure and and you saw that with nabby how it took them time they they slowly developed them and slowly got them picking up where where they go where they spent time in the minors and then came up and then they flourished Right. So, the three headed, the three headed monster that came up. So, right. uh, you know, it, it, again, it, it's it's they're one of the it's it's the dark art, man, that and, and um, you know, waiting on defensemen, especially offensive defensemen to blossom. Those those two are the the greatest unknowns for a scout and for a GM. <laughs> so, yep. um, you know, once you figure that one out, then you'll you'll win a lot of hockey games. That's for sure. Um <laughs> Oh no! Oh I, boy! AJ, AJ no. really? No. That that's almost as bad as bringing bringing Michael Bodker back. No. How about Dylan to the Avalanche for Donsky? Oh wait, no, no, not gonna happen. Um, let's continue on here. Uh, around 12, 12 minutes into the the second period, I I I thought I saw oh some great development in in the line of Jumbo, Patty, and Sorensen. Definitely, we're getting some dangles going. You know what? Uh, they looked good. I think they had Edmonton on their heels for a little bit, and it caused them to take a penalty there. Nugent Hopkins goes off for tripping at 12-15. Unfortunately, the Sharks had a really nice power play early on. They just couldn't cash in, but it's nice to see that they're getting some more with it. Uh, and, and then I, I didn't see the interference that 
Tomas Hurdle put in at 1527, but I guess it was with McDavid. The Oilers took exception to that. Uh, Cassian gets a roughing call, and then Goodrow and um, Brandon Manning go after go after it with each other. I believe Manning because he got away with, got away from the linesman, let alone that he wasn't tied down. You have to have your uh, your fight strap tied down. Uh, got a game misconduct in that one, but I thought that was a pretty good, uh, a, a pretty good about uh, uh, there to finish off the uh, this the getting near to the end of the uh, the second period. Yeah, you are you're you're spot on there, and I want to kind of throw back to a little bit earlier in the chat when you know we were given the good row love, um, Ryan Clo. Harkens back to Ryan Klo, um, really does, and I think it's an app. It's an app comparison. I think Chloe was a little bit bigger, yep. had a little bit more muscle uh, than um, than Goody, but maybe he can develop that still. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean Goody, you know, he stuck up for his teammate. I I saw the interference. It was um, hurdle. He, he kind of turned at the last second, and then. Um, kind of McDavid kind of came on and came on to him. It, it was, it was like incidental at most. And, you know, hurdles, not that kind of a player to no. stick out his knee. Um, it's my birthday. Why would I want to ruin my birthday? Right, exactly. So, um, so I like Goudreau coming in there though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, he, he, he stuck up for himself and he cleaned Manning up i mean (laughs) at the end of that fight manning was just he was gushing just just gushing all over i mean you could see i don't know if he broke some teeth or what but man they were banging so um it was uh it was a good fight and definitely you know looked like gaudreau actually didn't get his his uh footing early on in that fight but man he got those three um, uppercut jabs when Manning was kind of had his head down and yep. he cocked three of them in and yeah. that's when he did the damage. Oof. Yeah. So uh, so Goody Goody gets his goal early. He gets his fight. Will he get the the assist? We'll find out. But at seventeen thirty four, uh, it's my birthday. I have to score. I have to score for my birthday. So he so I score. Uh, Tomas Hurdle, his eighth of the season, just getting a little deflection off of an EK-65 pass shot. Uh, another assist to Couture there, and the Sharks go into the locker room up 5-1, only outshooting the Oilers 16-15. to I mean, my, my goodness, where were the days of Mike Smith just dominating at, at, with the Desert Dogs? Oh, excuse us. <laughs> I'm... Where where the, the sharks will put like forty something shots on they can't do anything tonight five goals on sixteen shots, you know so. Oh AJ AJ <laughs> with the snipe that's a headshot right there if I, you know hadn't seen one before. Um, yeah good for good fight for everyone except Manning. His mom had to watch him get his ass kicked live and. <laughs> I think they actually panned to his mom. You can see her kind of mortified if I think it's this the lady who is just kind of sitting there shocked. It, meanwhile, um, Darnell Nurse's mom is just standing up. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, oh, boy. Yeah, that, not not great. But going to to Hurdle's goal, um, 
that's Carlson's second assist of the period on on a really again another nifty play and and the kid um, has has some skill mm-hmm. um, keeping those pucks on the blue line and just continues to make something out of nothing. He's he's definitely prone to the turnovers, but man, if he makes more plays like that versus his turnovers, he's gonna be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so they go into it at five to one third period. Uh, kind of calms everything down a little bit. Excuse me, Cassian gets that goal off of a turnover. It went off the post, then he got the rebound there. Uh, to make it 5-2, Drysaddle McDavid. McDavid held to just an assist. Drysaddle with a, an assist and a goal. Uh, hockey mom, I think you know her, Landy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with a super chat donation. Thank you so much, uh, Landy's mom. Appreciate it immensely. Uh, really do. <laughs> so yeah. we, have a, we have a puck mom and a hockey mom. That's, yes. That's pretty cool. It's really cool. Or I I don't think we can have a hockey stick mom now that no uh, at ten thirty Timo Meyer gets that goal right back his fifth of the season Eric Carlson and Barkley Goodrow with the assist that's right Barkley Goodrow with the Gordie Howe hat trick uh, I would have to go through my research really quick to see how long it's been uh, since uh, we've had a Gordie Howe hat trick so. But uh, very yeah. few, far between, and, and and some weird names have been on there with with the uh, with the, yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, Chloe had I I think three, three or four. I I want to say um, it was something. It was kind of something kind of nuts. Um, I I might have that wrong, but I'm pretty sure he has like three. Um, so it was it was you know again. Just the kid has been the most improved forward. He's been the most consistent forward this season, and uh, just bringing it every single night, and and that's that's great. I mean, you know, I I, I feel like you know he's he's really proving the doubters wrong. I, he's a second liner for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Twenty eighteen. Dylan had uh, Dylan had one. Gotcha. I'm trying to find it on here, and I'm I'm not going to go the, through the 400 pages of the Sharks Media Guide to find it. So, uh, AJ, if you're watching, could you feed that to me? Because I I know, I I think I remember Christian Erhoff having one as well. So yeah, you got the Mister Hockey hat trick, right? So that's that's really good on him, and and again, just uh, continuing to add that that. Um, He's really giving Meyer his his pissiness back. He <laughs> he makes he he irritates um good Goudreau irritates with the best of them. And putting him together with Timo, oh, that's just those two can just basically egg each other on and I like to see that. <laughs> you you uh <laughs> and hey, if you can get under the skin, that's fine. Just be careful about not going too far. So uh, Amanda Vidry, uh, I hope I'm saying oh, that right. Thank I, you. I, and apparently from uh, some article, he's got uh, Ryan Close got 10 Gordie Howe hot tricks. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Amanda Vidry, 
Uh, I'd like to see Gregor improve. He's already got a great work ethic and looks promising. Completely agree. Uh, he definitely looks out there tonight. He definitely has that desire, that passion in there. And, and that was one thing I mentioned up on, on Twitter tonight, Landy, overall, was that this team definitely showed a lot more desire, a lot more passion in this game. Uh, as opposed to some of them where there's like, yeah, well, I'm good. You know, I'll wait for well, somebody else to get to it, you know? Well, I, I think that you're starting to see them wake up for the marquee games. And you know what? The the team that needed the, a, a reality check the most, in my opinion, were the Edmonton Oilers. The next team on that list is Vancouver. The mm. Sharks... The Sharks really need to show those two teams in particular who's boss and who's gonna who's gonna win this division. And so far, they've done they've done okay with Vancouver. I I thought that they deserved a little bit better fate in that game, but um, you know the 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 team just put the smackdown on on Edmonton and. Yeah, I I I, I like to see them wake up for these big games. Yeah. I, and I. You know, I, I say that they deserved a little bit better of a fate for Vancouver only and only so far as that they started that game playing the way that they needed to play. And then it kind of just the, the wheels just fell off. Yep. And by the way, did somebody say Vancouver? <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Internet. Uh, Felix, uh, Puck Eye Landy, when do you see Gregor scoring his first goal? OK, come on. Uh Get get into your crystal ball here, Landy. When when, okay. when does Gregor get off get off the uh, first NHL goal schneid? All right, give me one second. I'm gonna pull up the shark schedule and I'm gonna do this blindfold style. No, <laughs> um, I'd rather see it sooner than later, but I, I'm thinking the Black Friday game against LA. You know what? I, I, I could see that. I, I could see that. I could also see maybe coming in like a game against the Jets or, or Islanders. Just some, you know, something nondescript. And the reason why I say that is I think Noah Greger is continuing to improve his work ethic. I think we're also seeing him improve uh, his his wheels. So it's going to take a game where it's going to take a mistake on the other team's part um, because he's using his speed. Um, and Detroit, you know what? That's that's also a, another another good um, another good guess. I, I just look at the teams with the weakest <laughs> blue lines and you go either Kings or Jets. Just another Randy G. Yep. He's going to get his first NHL goal when he gets traded somewhere and scores against the Sharks. <laughs> oh, boy. It, you know, it It seems like that, right, Eric? I mean, this is like one of those weird ones. Hashtag post-teal syndrome. Yes. Yes. All right. So uh, on the final stats, stats of the night, the, 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 the final stats on the night, uh, 25-24 in favor of San Jose. The shots were pretty even throughout the night. Faceoffs about the same as well, 51-49. to 49. Uh, Both power plays didn't get anything done. That's right. The Sharks did this all on 5-on-5 five five play, folks. Six goals, 5-on-5. Five five. They're starting to turn that around as well. Uh, the Pims, of course, changes because of that, that game misconduct. Uh, 23 to 11 blocks, 18 to 15 in favor of Edmonton. Giveaways, 12 to 10 in favor of Edmonton. 
Ryan Nugent Hopkins, James Neal, I know it's kind of an iffy stat, but like we said, it, if it's such a significant number, it does get magnified. Nugent Hopkins and James Neal, minus three. And, you know, it's kind of interesting because a lot of the Edmonton fans going into this game, you know, have kind of circled as Ryan Nugent Hopkins as the as the most important, you know, uh, most important second tier player. Um, And and so to have him a minus three and him to be putting up, you know, the be their best two way forward, so to speak, you're going to say Connor McDavid is their best forward overall, of of course, but. But I, I feel like Nugent Hopkins has a little bit more of a specialization in defense. Um, when you're seeing him sport that big old minus three, I mean, that that's pretty significant. That's yeah. pretty significant. But although when you put six goals up, or six uh, goals up, yeah, you're, it, it's not going to be great on the stat sheet, anyways. Yeah, uh, McDavid held to just one shot on goal tonight. Uh, that's that's something else. Uh, you know, we we some people will criticize Martin Jones, Mike Smith, a 760 save percentage tonight. And that's not, that's not going to get it done. Um, we told you about the night that Barkley Goodrow had Eric Carlson, three point three assists tonight, uh, plus three for that matter. Same with Dylan, uh, in there, uh, and kind of a balanced, a balanced, uh, defensive crew. Dylan, 1605. Mark Edward Vlasic, 1741. Redeem Shimmick, an even 20. Eric Carlson, 2234. Tim Heath, 1544. Brent Burns, 2420. This is what we were expecting to see. Yeah. And, and this goes to show you when you are able to roll the pairs, you get some dominant possession stats because you get a fresher Eric Carlson. You get a fresher Brent Burns. And you know what? As much as you want to think that Eric Carlson is the minute muncher, you know, he can do it if if need be. But really, you need to utilize his skill set, and that is being an offensive defenseman. So give him the uh, possessions in the offensive zone, you know, get him kind of the easier minutes because he he excels in those periods of time. And I think that Brent Burns has, has showed that, you know, he's able to hold his own in his in, in, in some sense in his own zone. Um, I, I, you know, he's, he's been, he's, I think his, his defense hasn't been talked about enough um, this particular season, just for how bad he actually started out. But in this, this nice little run yeah. doing good. Yep. Sleepy Mofo adding in everyone talking about the Mc- Matthews versus McDavid rivalry. Actually, Ma- McDavid versus Vlasic is the best rivalry. Yeah, uh, I mean Vlasic when he's on his game knows how to shut people down. We saw it during 2016 during the Cup run. I, it, it, that's his ammo, and when he, he gets it on his game, watch out, Eric. I mean, they were kind of saying the best. The best time for Mark Edward Vlasic is when he's not mentioned, right? Exactly. And and you know what? I have not seen him. He's just been doing his thing for the last since he's been with Carlson. Really, mm-hmm. I mean, it really it, it's coincided with that. And and whether that's the effect of Eric Carlson having on Vlasic, or whether that's Vlasic having a good effect on Carlson. Right. Um, but those two just seem to work better and. I, I like that. I like having a, a good, solid stick checker 
with um, with a guy who's as creative as is uh, Eric Carlson. That's for sure. Yeah. LD Shark saying Shark scored seven goals tonight. LOL. And the two that went in were not on Jones. I think he meant to say best uh, best game this year for sure for him. And and he's he's starting to turn it around too, which is nice to see. Uh, would love to see Aaron Dell get maybe one of the one of the next two, either Anaheim or Detroit, uh, to maybe get him going as well. So, uh, oh, 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 oh! You know what? I misspoke, and thank you, AJ, for the uh, for the stats there. There have now been thirteen Gordy Howe Gordy Howe hat tricks in Sharks history. Gantz Nolan with two. Gates, Gates excuse me. Uh, sorry, Link. Um, uh, Kite, Stern, wow. Marlowe, Bradley, Stewart, Erhoff, Klo with three. Okay, so yes, <laughs> he's got the the hat trick of Gordy Howe of Gordy Howe hat tricks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boiler has one. Jumbo has one. Tommy Wingles has one. Brent Burns, Yannick Hansen. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Yannick Hansen. He must have just like lucked into that one. Well, I, I mean. Uh, <laughs> Dylan and Gaudreau. Uh, Yannick Hansen? Christian Erhoff. Christian uh, no, Erhoff. Hey, you know what, though? When you have a pissed-off German, you don't want to see what happens. But really? <laughs> Yannick Hansen? Oh, my God. See, he did um, leave his impact here in San Jose. It was not all a loss when we traded Nikolai Goldobin. Oh, God. Um, yeah, just uh, pan me, uh, oh, hand me the suntan lotion and uh, sunglasses and uh, let me... Uh, let me chill by the pool. Yeah. Um, Marlo on in recent success, getting open for tips and deflections. It's just one of those things that starts clicking. We got some pretty good defensemen back there who are looking for guys to get open. Uh, and when you have that, that's going to be really, really good. So. Yeah. Um, so th- what I wanted to say, though, was the Clo was the 10th. He got his 10th Gordie Howe hat trick for the franchise, not he had 10. 10. So, uh, so okay. sorry for that correction. All right. With that, I know you need to uh, to bounce. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. OK, cool. Then in that case, is it time? Oh, yeah. But I mean, I feel like we already got it with this game. Oh, <laughs> Have the goddamn common courtesy to give him a reach around. It's wraparound. Let's be honest. Um, hey, hey, if the veteran says it, it's what it is. No, no, no. Sorry, I, I will not go with that. Would you believe the Boston Bruins had a 4 nothing lead and lost it? Really? The sh- Bruins were up four nothing on the boss on uh, after two periods of play. The Panthers score four goals from Ekblad, Vitrano, former Shark Mike Hoffman, Keith Yandel, to send the game into overtime. They win it in the shootout five four over the Boston Bruins tonight. That's a huge win for the Florida Panthers in that one. Uh, in Montreal, the Canadian hey, they're they're starting to. To pile on the points there, they're nine, four, and five. That's that's twenty three pretty... points. Yeah, go go uh, Panthers, they're, but uh, and they're only three points back of the Bruins. Yeah, I, I I know, and and you know what? The maybe it's this regression stat that we're all seeing, but maybe maybe things are starting to kind of even out. Maybe this is the uh, the the start of a big fall for Edmonton because you know they're going to crap the bed at some point. Yeah, and. and... And like J.F. Turner saying, Joel Quenville is the best coach in the league. Panthers making playoffs this year. 
you know. So, uh, in Montreal, Zach Rowenski and and Mr. Robinson gets his first NHL goal. Turns out to be not enough. Another comeback here where Brendan Gallagher and Tomas Tatar get two goals in the third period to send it into overtime. The Canadians win it in a shootout, three to two. Uh, in uh, v- Viva la Habitant, right? Yeah, uh, c'est la <laughs> uh, oh gosh um oh felix great uh great little shout out there if you guys yes. haven't already checked out his uh his his first piece on nhlers post career with cte and how it's affected them part one is up on the website please go check that out you know we love to see the gordy howe hat tricks and you know the fights are are still part of the game but you know what it it, it just needs to be said what effects this game has on on the on the players and and how the PA really needs to help out um, with former players having issues. I mean, look, we as Sharks fans especially know this. Thinking about Jamie Baker with the CTE, but and, and now we're you know hearing that um, Ryan Clo is actually not part of the Growlers staff right now. He's taking nope, personal he's leave. And, yeah, and he he actually left the the team in. Uh... Wish him the best, and and that team went on to win the ECHL championship and everything. But uh, yeah, it's uh, still 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 out, and and you know I think we've seen him seen a couple sightings here in, in the Bay Area. So I hope that he's doing okay. Yep. Um, you know, Chloe, uh, you know, will always be remembered as the mentor to to Logan Couture. Those two were inseparable for a long time. Um, and, and you know what, we wish the best for Chloe, but please check out the, uh, the, the series that Felix is putting together. Good on you, Felix. Yep. Uh, that's at tealtownusa.com. If you want to check that out, uh, Capo Caco, I, I said that properly. Capo Caco yes, with two goals, including the overtime winner, gives the Rangers a three to two victory over the Pittsburgh Penguins, a Sydney Crosby list Pittsburgh Penguins in this one. Uh, in the shootout, the Desert Dogs. Oh, one more time. It's a drinking game, not a beer drinking game, as I would say. Uh, three to two winners in the shootout over the St. Louis Blues. The the Coyotes are on a good run now. Uh, they're eleven six and two. The Blues go to twelve three and four on the campaign. Uh, in Winnipeg, Cole McCarr at it again. He gets the game winning goal late in the first period. But the Avalanche will score a couple more, including former Shark Jonas Donskoy, his ninth on the power play. The Avalanche went 4 nothing over the Winnipeg Jackets. Um, Hellebuck, well, he kind of hella sucked in, in this one. Uh, and the Jets go to 10-8-1. The Avalanche get their 24 points of the season. In Vancouver, the Vancouver Canucks go to 10-6-3 on the heels of a 5-3 win over the Nashville Predators. Tanner Pearson, Elias Pettersson, who shares the same birthday as Tomas Hurdle, which is today, uh, had two goals. Tanner Pearson with two goals himself. Thatcher Demko with the victory up in in the uh, British Columbia. Uh, the Sharks' next two opponents played each other tonight. The Red Wings win in overtime, four to three. Uh, Cholo, um, hmm. Cholowski with uh, the overtime winner, 204 in the overtime, gets it done for the Red Wings. And uh, and wow, look who's who's uh, kind of coming back to earth now. Uh, regression. <laughs> it's a killer. 
I think both the Sharks and the Wings were both 4-10-1, and one, and now they've kind of come on strong. Although Detroit's kind of had a couple losses in between well, there. I, I was talking about Ducks regressing to the mean. <laughs> oh, well, my bad, my bad. Uh, in Los Angeles tonight, the Kings beat the Minnesota Wild 3-1. to one. Dubnik takes the loss in that one for Minnesota. Matt Dumba with the only goal there. Andre Kopitar, Jeff Carter, and Walker with the goals. Uh, one goal for each period as the Kings go to 6-11-1, the same record as the Minnesota Wild. And you heard about this one, uh, Landy. Uh, Ilya Kovalchuk, more than welcome to practice with the team. He's just not going to be in the lineup, which oh, I've boy. never heard of before. I, 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 look, I mean, the guy came back from Russia to this. I mean, yes, he hasn't been good. But also, he was going. He he was going to need a quick team around him to make it work because he doesn't have the wheels anymore. Um, and, and I but, think the Kings and I think Kovalchuk, for that matter, when he signed, thought they were still going to be a good team. Yeah, I mean, well, they still had. They were having kind of those delusions when um, when <laughs> Rob Blake took over that they still had pieces to make it to the right. playoffs, but. Um, you know, it was interesting because because Kovalchuk was pretty close to coming uh, has coming to the coming to the Sharks from what we heard. Um, yep. And and so, uh, you know, if for for Kovalchuk, you hope that he finds another team. Um, I, I like him as a player. I, I think he he brings a lot of creativity. Um, but yeah, not not being done a solid by the by the Kings. And that's the tough part, though, Landy, is who's going to grab him? With his pay, uh, with his paycheck. Yeah, that one's gonna. You're gonna have to basically um, eat salary to to move that contract. Yeah, right? absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I, you might even, it might even be one of those deals where you have to give up a draft pick and take salary to to move that particular piece. And you know what? I mean, maybe the Sharks can leverage that. I mean, I think LA has no delusions about where they're going. Um and you wonder, okay, maybe can the Sharks do something to swing a trade or or f- facilitate something? Um I you know, he's a he's a right winger, right? So no. uh, You know that it's... Yeah, it could be at 36 and 6.25 and it's another 6.25 million after next season. So it's going to have to I mean like I said they're going to have to eat contract, right? That's yeah. that's the only way that you can even fathom something like that happening. So it's it's a long shot for sure, but right. you you just hope to see him back in the league cuz I think the league is better with him in it. Hey, Landy, did you know that I was doing the ad for the LA Kings fire sale in February? Oh, did you? Yeah, you want to hear it? Yeah. Okay. And, and thank you to just another Randy G. It's a clear sale in L.A. It's the L.A. Kings fire sale. Everything must go, 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 go. It's the L.A. Kings super sale at the Alameda County Fairgrounds. Pl- oh, wait, no. At the Cal- no, no, no. At the Staples Center in Los Angeles. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. All right. Anywho. Oh, that's probably just over everybody's head. Anyways, so... I, look, look, L.A. is dumb, but they're not getting rid of Jack Campbell. <laughs> we can, we can stop wow. that. No, yeah, we, 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 we think he's part of the solution, not part of the problem. Right. If anybody's getting moved, it's 
it's going to be quickie. And I don't think that there's a lot of takers for that player. And nobody wants a quickie either. Oh, no. Oh, sorry. We're, we finished the wraparound. My bad. Okay. Uh, so with that, we'll bring a close to this program. Uh, uh, Landy, thank you very much. Uh, always good to get the Eric Eric going. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, your final thoughts and where the people could find you. <laughs> uh, final thoughts are uh, love to see that the Sharks have have kind of climbed out of the hole a little bit. They're two games back of 500. Let's keep it up. Um, two very winnable games coming up. Um, hopefully they will put out a good showing and make up for that horrible showing that I went to go see. <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I think that the Sharks can can. I'm going to put it on. I'll, I'll put it on the uh, foreseen. We'll say that the the Sharks will get uh, get the next two games and they'll get back to 500. I would love that with Anaheim and, and Detroit, two longtime rivals. That'd be great to have. Um, oh, also uh, 408 night for the Barracuda. Hmm. Did somebody say Barracuda? Oh, Barracuda. Oh yeah, the Barracuda have the 408 night. What what is that? That is what Sunday. Somebody mm. refresh me. I think so. I believe it's the seventeenth. I think it's the seventeenth, and uh, yes, they're also having a waffle eating championship with uh, Joey Chestnut. Tickets are available. Yes, it is the seventeenth against Tucson. That's a five p.m. start. So get out there and root on for your Barracuda. Don't forget this Saturday night the the Sharks Freak jersey. Uh, if there's a Detroit fan who doesn't want it, um, get into my DMs. I will take your take your jersey for sure. So be on the lookout for that. If you want more information. Sharks, just hit up on sjsharks.com. If you want to get tickets for the Barracuda game, sjbarracuda.com for all your info on that one. So uh, just quickly before we end it up, uh, I'm at Eric Landy. You can use my first name and my last name on all the social media garbage. Um, and, uh, yeah, keep keep an eye out for, for, for some other ventures I've got going on. Yes, he's he's got something going on, and um, – as long as I don't see him on another hockey podcast. Oh, it, it, it's not for, not for, sports for, related, for. not sports related in the least. And actually, what we're what we might do is we might feature some behind the scenes things with uh, with how exactly we put together this little production. So we'll go through uh, the equipment that we're using, and uh, yeah, maybe that'll be some exclusive uh, some exclusive stuff to my channel. Oh boy. Be on the lookout that for Landy. Uh, I'm at Puck A14. I am starting to get packed. I am headed to uh, headed to uh, Anaheim tomorrow night. I will be at the Honda Center with Amanda, and in hopes of seeing the Sharks win on the road for the first time in my life. Uh, this is the third trip to Anaheim. I've been 04. Um, and let's let's go Sharks. Come on, let's make this happen. All hey, right. the laws laws of averages says that you've got to uh, got to be on there sometime. Yep. So uh, also look out. I believe we have another interview coming up. Uh, I, we might have a couple this week. We might have a couple interviews this week. That'll be very interesting. So 
be on the lookout for that. So with that, thank you for watching. If in case you missed anything, you want to watch this again, hit us up at tilttownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, you name it. Wherever you can find us, we are there. So we'll be back with you in some form. I don't know. I'm probably going to be checking in on Thursday night from Honda Center, but uh, somebody will be driving this show. So uh, definitely check that out. So thank you for watching. Hit that subscribe button. Follow us on the social media right over here. Then hit us up over here or over there yeah and uh and check out all our content including the most recent edition of the pucknologist so until then until thursday night keep it real keep it teal keep it real teal have a wonderful night everyone we will see you thursday